Good morning. Welcome to Light in the Darkness. The Bible says in Psalm 119, verse 130, that at the opening of God's word, light comes forth. And so we are here as Light in the Darkness. My name is Scott. And, and this is... My name is Jennifer. And we are here today and we want to shine light into dark areas in people's lives. Isaiah 60 says, Arise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Yes. And it goes on to say, Darkness covers the earth and deep darkness the people. But God's light shines in the midst of darkness, and the darkness cannot overpower it. So, Ms. Jennifer, today we want to talk on a subject that uh, is dear to our hearts. Yes. So that subject is, we're going to be talking about true love. What is love? Love is a powerful emotion that human can experience. Mm -hmm. The types of love, there's uh, four different types of love that we like to uh, talk about. And the first one that we would like to talk about is Eros. Okay. And Eros is, a, uh, is one of the, the Greek words for love that the Greek culture had. And Eros love is an erotic kind of love and it's associated more so with an arousal that comes from the sight, the senses. And so it's, it's an erotic kind of love that's more associated with like pornography and things like that. The word eros itself is not mentioned in the New Testament, but there are references to it when it talks about burnings and things like that in, in relationship. But that's one of the loves that is, exists. And so with those, that kind of love would normally see, lead to sensuality and to mm -hmm. also sin. Right, right. So, we want to talk about how that affects a person's life. Well, one of the things that uh, science, scientists and psychologists have identified is that when we get off into things like pornography, pornography and uh, things like that, what it does is actually reprograms the brain. The brain actually becomes reprogrammed and it becomes addicted to that kind of uh, sexual stimulation there, and it can cause all kinds of problems in people. A lot of times people get off into pornography and they don't think it's dangerous. They don't even think it's, da it's damaging, but it really is. Because when it does reprogram the brain, now of course the brain doesn't function like it's supposed to function, but you come predisposed to needing that. Mm -hmm. And then the body goes through symptoms of withdrawal when it cannot experience it. So it's a, it's a dangerous kind of, we call it love, but it's really not love. It's a dangerous kind of sensuality that causes the body to become aroused. And then, that, of course, you want to satisfy that craving and it can lead to being, you know, to pedophiles. It can lead to rape and molestations and all kind of things because you become aroused and you want to satisfy that kind of love. But that love is more of a damaging kind of love because it's normally for the benefit of the person that has it. And they're normally trying to fulfill that love in a way that's going to be hurting to someone else. Right. And I'm glad that you said that because, you know, the part you just said hurting to someone else, mm -hmm. when they have that type of you know, a love, especially when they're in a relationship and mm -hmm. they're married or it can affect that relationship sure. as well yeah. to, to, to the point that it can damage the other person mm -hmm. when they're doing that. And they don't sure. realize that this is what's happening because of that addiction, that craving that they have for that type of love. Yeah. And, you know, we can go deeper into this, but we want to just, you know, bring out what this type of love and how it can affect people and their relationship with others when when this type of love is presented. Yeah. 
And a lot of times we are encouraged to incorporate, incorporate pornography in marriage relationship, which is not good because then you are experiencing one thing, watching a video or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, internet or something like that and then when you get with your spouse then you are trying to get that same kind of arousal and it's just not the same and so it can cause it can cause gross undue harm in relationships and so that's the that particular one we would encourage people to avoid at all costs right right so it leads us to the second type of love that we want to actually discuss and that is store j yes store j love store j love is like family love Mm-hmm. Family love and it's affectionate, it's a bond between your family, your sisters, and your brothers. Mm-hmm. This type of love that you have, that you can experience this love with a close friend as well, but this love is for family, sister, and brother love, brotherly love um, that we can experience. And even with the uh, mom and children, that, that kind of love, that Star J love, is, a, love is, a, is there because it does bring us closer together. And that's something that. Uh, you know, that's necessary in a family relationship. But it's more often expressed when it talks about the bonding between the mother and her child, you know, that whether it be that son or that daughter, mm-hmm. because the mother and son or mother and daughter bonds and that child comes into the world and it feels safe when it bonds with the mother because that, that the mother becomes that primary caregiver. The baby has been carried in the womb for nine months with the mother. And then when the baby comes out, it comes out into an experience that can cause it trauma. But because of that bonding with the mother, it makes the baby feel safe. Right. They can bond more. And then, you know, that baby feels that love and it grow from that love, right? Mm-hmm. So then you have the, the brother and sister love that, you know, you are close with, um, that you can fight your brother, you can fight your sister, but don't let nobody on the outside come and mess with your sister and brother yeah. and they want to protect each other. But we, they have that special love, that, that love is like, you know, that it's like a close friend. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's comfort for the both of them when mm-hmm. they're together and they learn and they play and they grow together. And we all experience this type of love when we um, have our brothers or if we have our sister um, with us that we, you know, gleam off of each other and we, know that there's a closeness that's, that, that can't be broken on the outside. Yeah. And the third kind of love, third kind of love that we want to talk about today is phileo. And it, it, there's a city in Pennsylvania called Philadelphia, and they, were, they, they, talk, they call it the city of brotherly. Well, this is what this kind of love is. This is the kind of love that's between brothers. This is a fraternal love, and it can exist between people in a local church. It can be in a neighborhood. It's a brotherly love. It's a friendship, a fondness, and affection that you have for someone. There's a word in society today called you are my BFF, my best friend forever. And that's the kind of love that this love is. And so it can be established through people in any sector. You know, you can have that kind of love with someone at work. You can have that kind of love again with someone in your family or other relationships. And that's a fondness. That's an affection that we have for one another. And again, it's emotional, but it's relational. But just like Star J, this love is more healthy when it's exercised in a healthy way. Right. Exactly. And you know that also this type of love, um, the brotherly love, even if you have your sisters and brothers in the Star J love, you know, Mm -hmm. then this type of love that friends can become like a brother and sister. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. on the outside of this. This type of love that it it calls a close connection, yeah. um, especially if you're uh, just a uh, one child, sure. a child that is alone that was born and alone, and, and they can have this type of filet of love that comes uh, and help them feel connected and build a relation that seems like it's a brother and a sister. Sure. So, and we can also have the phileo type love with God. Right. Because God talks about that in uh, John chapter 5. Jesus says, I of my own self can do nothing. He said, I can only do what I see my father doing. So whatever the father does, I, his son, do in the same way. For the father loves me, his son, and shows me what he's doing. That word love there is phileo. It's the fond, affectionate kind of love. God the Father has a fond, affectionate kind of love, not only toward his son Jesus, but he also has one toward us. So phileo can go from, it can go, you know, in earthly love, but it can also be spiritual because God loves us fondly and affectionately. And he wants to have, he wants us to have a fond, affectionate love toward him. And so again, that particular love can be family or it can can be relational, horizontal, or it can be relational, spiritual. Amen. Brought that out because, you know, having that type of love with God is, is very um, endearing. And sure. It's, it's, it's such a, you know, in a, such a way to, to uh, encompass the things that if we don't have this filial of love with others on the outside and with the story of Jane love mm-hmm. on the outside that God comes in and takes up those and fills those spaces that um, these two type of love don't right you know feel and a lot of times we found in counseling especially in counseling where you know a child grew up in a home where there was not a close emotional bond between parents or between siblings and they are craving that love they've experienced rejection or neglect or even abandoned in a relationship and so and they'll say well where can i get that kind of love and they normally what they'll do is go into a relationship to try to get that kind of love and when you go into a relationship to try to get that kind of love, it can become manipulative. You can try to manipulate people to get that kind of love. Mm-hmm. Or you can become, you know, a you know, a person that's that's codependent and mm-hmm. seeking to try to get that kind of love. But true love is always giving. And so we seek to give in order to receive. Praise God. Yes. And I'm so glad you, you said that because it brings us to that fourth love. Mm-hmm. This is the highest level of love which is called agape love right agape love is unconditional and sacrificial love and agape can can be so big Mm -hmm. and it's so huge in our lives to to the point that it covers a lot of things a lot of things that we go through and somebody do us harm that unconditional love sets in and forgives them right for what that whatever they did towards us, whatever act that they did towards us. And we can, we can and just that's, love. And that's a key component to mm-hmm. agape love. Because mm-hmm. unconditional love, a lot of people don't realize, but unconditional love carries with it unconditional forgiveness. Right. And so when we love people unconditionally, we also forgive people unconditionally. And so a lot of times with Star J, or with phileo, we can get hurt. We can go into a relationship and someone may not reciprocate. We can go into it, and oftentimes we do. We go into relationships with those expectations. We expect the other person to be there for us and we want to be there for them. 
But at any time you go into a relationship with an expectation, of course, you can always get hurt. Right. And when you get hurt, the tendency is, is to pull back. The tendency is when I get hurt is mm -hmm. to protect myself from being hurt any further. So I have a tendency to pull away. But agape enables me to forgive, as you said, yeah. forgive the person. And then, and then once I forgive, then I can go and give again because I'm not giving to get from this person. I'm giving unconditionally. And it's a God kind of love. It's the same kind of love that the Bible talks about when it says God so loved that mm -hmm. he gave. So agape is a giving kind of love, but it doesn't place any demands, any obligations, or any expectations on the recipient because even if it doesn't come back to the person the person continues to love because they can forgive and then they can overcome any damage or hurt in their relationship right so this agape love is immeasurable yes. it's so broad because this is the love that god has given us before we were even thought of mm -hmm. For we, you know, before we was even created, God thought of us and his love for us was so great mm -hmm. that he's given us an opportunity to experience this love from him first because he loved us. Right. Yeah. And this love is the most important one. It's the highest level of love because, mm -hmm. and this is the love that brings relationships healthy relationships mm -hmm. together mm -hmm. because this love agape love will destroy the selfishness and the self-centeredness that's in each one of us you can't walk in unconditional love unconditional acceptance and be selfish and again i say you know in relationships you can get hurt in relationships someone can say something that's inappropriate or someone can do something that's inappropriate or that you take the wrong way and take the heart but agape love, when you get hurt by the person, agape love causes, it keeps you from really focusing upon how bad you've been hurt mm -hmm. and enables you to focus upon the person that's causing the pain to see what's going on with them. Because we know that when someone is causing pain mm -hmm. to another person, that means that they're experiencing some kind of pain in themselves. And so agape love says, if you say something or do something that caused me pain, it keeps me from being selfish, taking that to heart. And it enables me to focus on you to find out, hey, what's going on with you that you would say or do this? So it's the best kind of love because, again, it's the God kind of love, but enables us to have healthy relationships because when both people are walking in that, it keeps you from being selfish. Because if you're focusing on my best interest and I'm focusing on your best interest, then we both take care of each other. That's a win-win. But if I'm trying to get you to be there for me, then I'm really not being there for you. And that one way kind of love, which is selfishness, can cause damage. And that's the big divide in most relationships. A lot of times you hear counselors and therapists and ministers say, well, you know, there are three things that cause problems in marriages and the sex and the money and communication. Well, sex and money and communication are just an indication that there is some selfishness and self-centeredness in the relationship. And neither person is willing to give up themselves for the betterment of the whole. So that agape love is the love that enables us to be able to overcome any adversity. Mm -hmm. And it keeps us from damaging healthy relationships. Mm. That's powerful. That's really powerful. So that means that you're sacrificing you now in relationships when, if, when you're married, 
the sacrificial part, like you're saying, mm -hmm. they're doing something or saying something that's going to be damaging to you in that relationship. This type of unconditional love can say, hey, yes, I'm going to forgive this person mm -hmm. for this offense that they have caused. Right. And it allows me to continue to love this person mm -hmm. in this relationship and keep the relationship going even when there's focusing on the other person like you said and if they right. were focusing on the other person and knowing that they have this love within their heart mm -hmm. it's going to call them to cause the unity to come back together right right yes yeah so we look at that that is that is huge that is big mm -hmm. that's why this is the highest form of love yeah and that's why Jesus said in uh, John chapter 13, he says, I give you a new commandment. Mm -hmm. The old commandment says, love one another mm -hmm. as you love yourself. Mm -hmm. But the new commandment says, love one another as I have loved you. Mm -hmm. So he took it to another level. He said, rather than loving each other like you love yourself, he says, love one another as I have loved you. And what did Jesus do to show us his greatest love? He was willing to sacrifice himself and then turn around and say, Father, forgive them because they don't know what they're doing. So not only did he give, he forgave. And through his one time sacrifice, God says, because of that, his love for us now can flow to us and we don't have to do anything to earn it. So mm -hmm. agape love is the kind of love that you don't have to earn. You don't have to perform for it. It's the kind of love that comes from a person's heart. And it's a choice that that person made based on their will. And it's designed to bring about good in the person that's receiving it. And the good part about it, it's only one way. So I'm not showing agape love because I'm trying to get something back. I'm showing agape love because that's my true nature. Because right. the Bible says God is love. So love is really a person. And this person, because he is love, he exhibits love by giving. And so when we mimic God, we show unconditional love to people, even if they mistreat us, even right. if they're doing right. us wrong, because we know that then when we treat them right, we're going to always reap what right. we sow. And so it enables us to overcome difficulties in society. And this right. kind of love will keep all of us in harmony with one another. Amen. Amen. Isn't that powerful? That love. It's the type of love that you want. Because, you know, love makes you feel comforted. It makes you feel so good when you know that you are loved. Yes, it does. And we can, you know, just remember that God loves us. He loves us. And then when we have our parents, they have that, that love for us as well. The love that protects us. The love that, that nourishes us. The love that gives us that comfort in knowing that we are comfortable and we can be protected in that environment with them. Yeah. But the agape love is so powerful. And when we experience this and get this love within on the inside of us so deep, we'll be able to conquer anything. Because, you know, in First uh, Corinthians 13 chapter, it said love. Mm -hmm. Love don't don't see you know they don't they don't see the wrong in in, in others right. they see what is good in others right yeah. right yeah it actually says in that in that 13th chapter in verse 4 and 5 it said love 
does not, it's not self-seeking. Right. And it said it does not, and I like this part because it said it does not keep a record of wrong. Right. A lot of times we get hurt if we harbor the hurt and we're holding on to it because we are saying, I want this person that hurt me, I want them to feel the kind of hurt that I experienced, so I want to hurt them back. And see, that's a misnomer because if you did something and caused me pain, I can't make you feel the kind of pain that I'm experiencing. But what I'll end up doing is hurting you and you won't be feeling the pain that I felt. You'll feel the pain that you feel. So we actually think that we can hold on to hurt and pain and hurt somebody else to make them feel what we're feeling. But nobody can feel our pain but us right. and God. Exactly. And so agape love puts us in control. God created us to be controlled, but he created us to be controlled from the inside out. A lot of times what we do is we allow things from the outside to affect how we respond. Rather than going from the inside, agape love is from the inside out. It's a choice that I make to do this for you, even if you're not deserving of it. So when we talk about forgiveness, forgiveness is not given to the person because they deserve it. Right. Because the right. person may have done you wrong and you're not letting the person off the hook right. because of you forgiving them. You are really releasing the poison that's on the inside of you that's destroying you. So it puts us in control. When we walk in agape, unconditional love, we are ruling ourselves. And then nobody can control us because if someone can push your button mm -hmm. and determine how you act, then they are controlling you. Mm -hmm. But true agape love says you can push my button, but you can't determine how I respond to you. So even when you treat me wrong, the Bible says that they slap you on the one cheek, mm -hmm. turn the yeah. other. That means what? I'm in control and I determine how I respond to you. So even if you do me wrong or someone has done you wrong, forgiving them releases you and it empowers you and it puts you in control so that you're not being controlled by what other people say, think or do towards you. Mm. Well, that is awesome. So what is it that we need to do to get this type of love on the inside. Well, I'm glad you asked. Because <laughs> the question is, what do we need to do to get this kind of love? Well, the Bible says in 1 John chapter 4, around verse 18, it says, we love. Why? Because he first loved us. So in order to get this kind of agape love, which Paul also mentions in the book of Ephesians, when he says, husbands, love your wife the way Christ love the church. So what we have to do is in order to get this kind of love, we have to come to know God because yeah. God is love. And we have to receive the love that God showed us when he took his son, his only son whom he loved and sacrificed him for us. Now I have a son, mm -hmm. but I couldn't see myself offering my son up for somebody else's wrong, yeah. which shows us the kind of love that God has for us because God was willing to sacrifice himself to redeem us from death and hell and that kind of love we have to receive when we get a hold to the love of God and we see how much God loves us then when we realize that God loved us so much that he was willing to wipe the slate clean and forgive us for everything that we've done wrong then the Bible says forgive others just as we were forgiven mm -hmm. so when we realize that he's forgiven us for a multi trillion dollar debt why would we hold a $10 debt against someone else? So how do we get that love? It's poured in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Once we acknowledge God's love for us, he gives us his spirit. 
His Spirit pours His love into us, and it empowers us then to love one another. It moves us to want to sacrifice ourselves mm -hmm. for someone else. Mm -hmm. You said a whole lot right there. And that is, you know, so wonderful that, you know, you explained it that way, that sacrificial love, that mm -hmm. love. And, 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 and it's important that we get this love, mm -hmm. you know, in, in our everyday life. Right. We need to get this love, understand this love, apply this love in our life so that we can become more better because mm -hmm. it helps us, mm -hmm. right? Yes, it does. When we express love, love come back to us. Because mm -hmm. we give it, it's going to freely come back to us. Like you said, it is more blessed to forgive, I meant to give yeah, to than receive. to receive. Yeah. So when we're giving, we're actually mm -hmm. receiving more than we can expect. Right. Exactly. Amen. So that is part of what we had for you today. This is what we had for you today, and I hope you enjoyed it. Um, we talked about the the four types of love, mm -hmm. the arrows, the storge, mm -hmm. the phileo, and agape, yes. which is the highest form of love. That's the true love. That's the love that we want to experience that is true and genuine so we can love others mm -hmm. so that we can love others love ourselves and spread it all over the world and that's the kind of love that we need in society today the agape kind of love because then we're not doing things for people based on them deserving it or earning it we are doing people because that's who we really are yes. as people Right. And when you exhibit that kind of love, Jesus says, by this will all men know that you are my disciples right. when you have love, love. one for one another. another. So when we show love, we are really exemplifying God, our creator, and showing mm -hmm. others what he's like, which will cause them to want to want, want to have that same kind of love. Mm -hmm. Amen. So this is the end of our podcast. We thank you guys for tuning in with us. We thank you that you're listening to what love is, what love truly is, the true love, and that's the agape love. So thank you for joining us. We hope that you will come back and join us in the next podcast. Thank you, and bye-bye. Bye-bye.